Welcome to Thriller Premium. Welcome to Thriller Premium. It's time for another exciting episode of Thriller Coin Talk. Today is July 30th, 2020, and we are talking Bitcoin in August. <laughs> Gosh, it feels so good to do these episodes. I'm serious. You know, do you all know that our Bitcoin in every month episode is by far our like most sought after <laughs> thing? So thank you for listening. And let's get started because I really want to talk Bitcoin in August like a lot. <laughs> so we're going to pull up the trading shot chart because I think this will tell us exactly kind of what's going on here. And we're going to talk about moving average convergence divergence. And if you don't know what this is, I'll put a, a link here in the show notes. Make sure you subscribe to the newsletter if you're getting it. Um, well, actually, technically, everybody's getting it. But if you have if you're un unsure what we're talking about or want to see more of these charts that we keep bringing up, Go to thrillerx.com on the right side. There'll be a little place to sign up for a newsletter. Sign up. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. And you'll get you'll get the monthly Bitcoin uh, episode for free and including the newsletter. So we're going to talk about moving average convergence divergence. And this is a trend following momentum indicator that shows the relationship between two moving averages of a security's price. So I'm going to call it MACD for short. So be aware of that. And like I said, everything's going to be here in the show notes. Now we're going to take a look at trading shot because he's probably the the pinnacle when it comes to Bitcoin and and calling it. He's just he he's the best there is, and I'll, I'll put a link to his stuff in there as well too, so you can you know follow him because he's he's frankly the best in my opinion in in the space. So what happened? Well, Bitcoin finally broke out. <laughs> it finally broke out, and it literally exceeded everybody's expectations. I think there wasn't anybody in the room <laughs> that was kind of like, oh, I expected this. I think everybody was really shocked to see Bitcoin just kind of go parabolic, right? And it recently just reached this higher high trend line. We broke past 10.5K like it was nobody's business. For the longest time, we couldn't even get above it. <laughs> and here we go, we're just passing right through it. So it, it surprised everybody. And if we look right now, we're kind of in a similar situation with the MACD as as on, I guess, April 30th. And this will be in the show notes, this chart, because what Trading Shot here is showing us is that we reached the top on April 30th and it started rolling downwards significantly after. He says this suggests that if the price makes contact with the four hour MA50 again, which is the moving average, it may rebound for one last blow off top again this time outside the channel up around 12K. So he's basically saying <laughs> that if we continue this trend that we're on, 
we are likely going to see a pop up towards the 12K range. And you're kind of seeing it happen already, right? I think we were at 11.3 earlier today. So you might see us break across this second channel. That's kind of where we're kind of hitting the ceiling of. And like I said, take a look at this chart here on the show notes so you can see it. But he has us, he has us projecting towards 12K here in the next few days. Like literally, he has us going tor- towards 12K literally by August 5th. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, you know, that's a hell of a call, right? But you got to kind of keep in mind the the greater picture of all this, because once it goes up, it's definitely going to come back down. And that's when we'll retest for the most part this month. You know, the 10.5K range. We might even we might even stay above 10K this whole month. But I think everybody is kind of just surprised that we just kind of broke through it. But I think it has more to do with these unprecedented times. And we'll get into that here later in the, in the, in the, the top of the show. But let's take a look at market health, right? So now that you know where the Bitcoin is going here in the first few couple of weeks here for August, let's look at the Bitcoin market health. Right now, we're looking great. We're adding new addresses, and we haven't seen this kind of spike in, in a, quite a while. It's been uh, it's been a couple of years, but yeah, we're surpassing old new addresses that we saw right before the halving. So right before the halving, we're seeing new addresses. Now we're seeing those same new addresses happening again here in the short term. Um, if you look here at our Bitcoin transaction count, that's also looking pretty bullish right now here in 2020. It's getting it's getting pretty close to where we were here in 2017. So we're getting right. We're getting pretty close now. And I think most people don't realize, but this kind of psychological barrier of 10K is is is, is like most important, you know, for for every reason. And the fact that it didn't drop down to the 9K, because I was totally thinking like, okay, we're gonna go to 9K, you know, the fact that it didn't do that, it really is showing us that, you know, maybe maybe these miners are capitulating, right? Well, it, it turns out Bitcoin miner revenue is really at an all-time low. <laughs> it's really bad, but the hash rate is increasing. And so it, it leads you to wonder like maybe, they're holding out. Maybe they're holding out for that 12K. Who knows? But uh, this is still a positive sign. And if trading shot is right here, we could see a nice size spike to 12K and then and then a pronounced drop at that point. We'll, we'll have to see what that looks like here through the weekend and into next week, early next week. But it's uh, it's pretty amazing. Now let's get let's let's kind of talk about you know what's going on in the world right now, and I, I really hate bringing up this stuff. You know, you know, guys and, and ladies out there, I really don't like bringing up political stuff. I'm just not the guy who does that, <laughs> right? I leave that to way smarter people, right? All I know is Bitcoin and crypto, you know, and some sysadmin stuff, <laughs> like my day job stuff. That's it. I'm only good at three different things. <laughs> I can't give you health advice. I can't give you, you know, political climate. I, I can't tell you any of that stuff. But it was Bitcoin, crypto, you know, you know, uh, or, or, or just networking, Cisco stuff. Like I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, uh, so let, let's talk about the global global climate because it definitely needs to be talked about. But like I said, I, I really stray away from this. The only reason I'm bringing it up is because it's definitely affecting Bitcoin right now. U.S. and China are reaching this kind of like tension point, right? And it's really testing uh, just everybody on both sides of this, right? And this is the worst level in decades, right? I don't think I don't think we've seen this uh, this kind of tension flare 
not only this past weekend, but this week, um, it's, it's kind of like a tit for tat, you know, as far as what China and the United States are going back and forth with. And, you know, this is reported from Michael Avery. He's a global strategist at Rabobank. And he said the China hawks in the White House are doing all they can to burn bridges to reach a point of no return in U.S.-China relations to ensure there can be no Dente style backsliding under a potential Biden administration. And this is all coming on the heels of the United States dollar, you know, coming under pressure here on Monday. So the dollar index that measures the value of the U.S. dollar against six major currencies, including the euro, pound and yen, fell to its lowest level since June 18th or June 2018. I'm sorry. In June, leading economist Stephen Roach warned that the U.S. dollar would plunge 35 percent against other major currencies by the end of 2021. And he's not the only one that's talking about this. There's Robert Rennie. He's the global head of market strategy at Westpac. He says clearly the United States dollar is really being questioned very openly right now. The question is, if you're negative the dollar, what are you positive it, right? And then we also have Qi Gao, a currency strategist at Scotiabank, sees U.S.-China tensions as weighing heavy on the U.S. dollar and expects the greenback to weaken further in the coming weeks. You know, and we've covered this in the past, right? We've actually done a whole episode on how the Fed exit scammed America. <laughs> I know it, it was, trust me, it was not a fun, a fun thing to research, right? Like that took, I think I told y'all, it took some time to put that together for y'all. And it was not, not fun researching that. Cause I mean, just a little research you do into it, you find out how, you know, corrupt this thing really is. Um, but we, we, I'll put a link to the show notes if you want to listen to it. And, you know, and during that episode, I talk a lot about BlackRock, right? Because they allocated trillions of dollars to the Fed, right? And then they turned around and pumped their iShares, which are their ETFs, full of, of Chinese securities. And now they're coming out telling Bloomberg and CNBC and anybody who will listen that they don't trust the dollar anymore. <laughs> All of a sudden, <laughs> a one trillion stimulus <laughs> package that gets passed here, that probably this week, who knows? Uh, now they don't trust. Uh, now they don't trust the dollar anymore. They trusted it earlier in February, March, when you know when everything was collapsing, right? So they could pump everything, but now they don't trust it. So that's what you're seeing happen on a global scale right now. It's it's shaky ground right now, and so what we're seeing here is kind of the same thing that we saw back in March, where Bitcoin is getting in the spotlight again, gold is getting in the spotlight spotlight again. A lot of people are realizing like, hey, this little, you know, dream that we're in where the stock market booms <laughs> and everything's, you know, great and, and awesome. Uh, it might not be that way for very long. Right. And so this would be great if this was just happening for Bitcoin. But I think that's what we're seeing the price occur here just out of nowhere. And then we also have the bullish outlook from Fidelity. Fidelity, as you know, is probably, you know, one of the top five financial conglomerates <laughs> in the entire world. Well, they just release something that is pretty amazing called Bitcoin Investment Thesis. That's right. They talk about this great wealth transfer that's occurring. And inside the report, they say that Caldwell Banker in 2019 shared data around the transfer of 68 trillion in wealth to millennials 
estimated to be one of the most substantial transfers of wealth historically. The study also found that there are almost 620,000 millennial millionaires in the United States, about 2% of the population of millionaires in the U.S. The millennial demographic is more open to novel digital native alternative versus legacy products and services and more comfortable holding new types of investments. Their open-mindedness has been shaped in part by the 2008 financial crisis and entering the workforce at a, such an inopportune time instilled a level of skepticism towards a traditional banking system. There's also evidence that the millennial demographics affinity to hold Bitcoin relative to legacy stores of value such as gold is high. So according to a November 2019 Millennials and the Future of Money report, 63% of crypto users said crypto is a better investment than gold in a volatile economy. So that's, this is what Fidelities is releasing to their clients this week. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes. It's an amazing 30-page <laughs> PDF document. And then you also have, because Congress is considering a $1 trillion relief package, right? And that's going to give everybody $1,200 checks again here in the United States. And then now the dollar's value relative to foreign currency, such as the euro, is at a two-year low. And Goldman Sachs issued a report warning investors of a potential collapse of the U.S. dollar as a global reserve currency. Goldman writes that we are in an environment like the current one where governments are debasing their fiat currencies and pushing real interest rates to an all-time low. Goldman went on to state that real concerns around the longevity of the U.S. dollar as a reserve currency in such an environment, investors seek alternatives, assets as hedge against inflation, which would explain why Bitcoin, gold and silver <laughs> have soared this week. You know, if Goldman's saying that to their clients. So there's all sorts of macroeconomic, you know, windfall that's happening. It's this kind of like perfect storm for Bitcoin. You know, it's actions from governments around the world, from central banks, are all undertaking right now what you know everybody has long considered to be inflationary consequences. This has become the decade of uh, consequences, in a way, right? For all those years of this, you know, hyperbole dream that we've <laughs> dream state we've been in. But you also have to keep in mind that banks are getting involved as well too. You remember the bullish news that came out last week with uh, now all banks can hold Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Custodians love that. <laughs> uh, you, you have custodians at heart uh, want to see institutional crypto adoption. I mean, that's what they want. Self-custody can be a very hard thing. I don't think y'all realize that. <laughs> but custodians such as Fidelity have layered multiple offerings on top of uh, just their lending or staking or trading or portfolio management services that they offer. And we have to look at just the unprecedented times that we're in. You know, I had initially thought that we were going to be in this sideways action, you know, through July, August, September. Right. I was kind of thinking that now everything's kind of changed. Right. Because of everything that's going on globally. And not only that, that's affecting the price of Bitcoin. And studies have been done. We've we've covered them in the past where how unsecure our future looks. It seems that more people move towards these hard assets like gold and, and Bitcoin 
Um, so watch for these unprecedented times here in August and and watch for people waking up more because of how incompetent the Fed is. And then watch for this Bitcoin price increase to happen here at the start of the month. 12K will be really nice. <laughs> right. 12K would, would be really nice here to, to kick off August. Uh, even if we were to go back down to, you know, 10K or whatever, nice little kickoff in August would be would be nice. So um, I think we're in a good spot, you know, Bitcoin wise, <laughs> the rest of the world. Eh, that might take a little longer to fix, unfortunately. OK, with that, let's get into coin talk, baby. That's right. Your favorite part of the day. Mine, too. But we, we got to talk about the whole coin market cap. Bitcoin kind of blew the roof off of this thing and everything started jumping. We're going to talk about all my kind of favorite picks out there. We're going to talk about DeFi. <laughs> Everybody loves some DeFi stuff, right? Everybody's looking at those projects. Let's do it. Coin talk. Starting now. It is time. Coin talk. Before we dive into that, just got a couple of things, actually important announcements really here. So early next week, we're going to release an early version of our Bitcoin audiobook. Right. We talked about that last month. It's called One Satoshi at a Time. And that's going to be released to everybody who's a subscriber to our newsletter or I should say our paid newsletter. So if you're uh, supporting Thriller Crypto and, and and everything that we do here, I appreciate you very, very, very much. <laughs> so thank you so much for supporting us. And um, because you do that, and I want to make sure that I'm, I'm good to y'all as well, too. We're going to release the Bitcoin audiobook a little bit early for y'all. I should also mention it won't be fully complete, <laughs> but you will get a, a nice preview to kind of get an understanding of what to expect for the rest of the book. I think it's pretty cool. Honestly, everybody who I've shown it to thinks it's really cool. So I'm looking forward to hearing y'all's reaction uh, to that. So if uh, you want a sneak peek of our Bitcoin audiobook, um, sign up for our our newsletter and subscribe. It's like six, seven dollars a month, I think. And or you can do it yearly. Uh, and we also do crypto, too, as well. Everything's in the show notes. And then on the 18th of August, which is next month, um, we're going to release our Bitcoin audiobook, right? And if you're a subscriber to this newsletter, you're going to get that for free. And actually, anybody's going to get that for free, whether you subscribe to the newsletter or not. You're just going to be <laughs> you're going to be told that it's been released <laughs> on the 18th of August. But uh, you're going to get it as well, too. And uh, and that's just my way of making sure that we really try to do our part in the ecosystem. I feel like, and I said this last time, I feel like there's a lot of Bitcoin audio floating around in podcast form, but there's not really an audiobook that people can go to that's free, right? And um, I've had a little help from the Bitcoin community to put this together and um, looking forward to releasing it. So it should be 
a good listen. And I, I'm trying to get it down to like four, three hours, something like that. So it's going to be a really quick listen. But I think it's going to be very much enjoyable. Um, and then also should mention, we have our own social currency. I don't know if you all knew this. <laughs> it's called Thriller X. And we actually give it away for free. It's in the newsletter. You can go and, and get it from, from Roll. It's a, uh, I guess it's a, it's a new way of like social, it's like a new social platform for people that are creating stuff online. It's a way for them to create a community through their token. And, um, and so we've been giving out this token the entire time since we released it back in February. And what I'm going to do this weekend is send out some ERC 20 tokens. Cause I'm making a killing out there. <laughs> Seriously, like out here in, in and we're going to talk about it in coin talk, but I'm making a killing out here. And <laughs> I, I want to share, I want to share some of that with y'all. So if you hold TLX, uh, 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 you'll see it in the contract address. It'll show all the uh, ERC20 uh, addresses there. Uh, if you have an Ethereum address and you hold TLX, you're going to get a nice little airdrop of cryptocurrency this weekend from me. So my way of saying thank you, you know, just for being a part of the community, listening to the show and being cool. <laughs> Right. Because we're, we're the early people. We're the early adopters. And we kind of have to stick together because this thing's about to go mainstream really, really fast. Because <laughs> I remember what it was like before the Internet caught mainstream and it was just a nerdy thing to do. And all of a sudden it just hit and everybody was like, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as cool anymore as it was once once was. But yeah, so I'm going to send that out this weekend. So if you're a holder of TLX then you're going to get some free cryptocurrency. If not, then click the link in the show notes. There's a way to get it. You get like 300 for free or whatever. Um, yeah, it's just our way of giving out to the community. Okay, let's get into our disclaimer. We got to roll the disclaimer. I didn't say anything about currency. I, I was talking about tokens, I swear. And uh, we're going to roll the disclaimer now so you can go into Coin Talk. So roll the disclaimer. It's time for Coin Talk. You know, we used to be on Patreon and we used to give out cryptocurrencies. Then they kicked us off Patreon. <laughs> so then Carr said, screw you. <laughs> we'll create our own token and give that out to everybody and still give out free cryptocurrency. <laughs> Just a different way. Yeah, man. Because like, it's not cool, man. Centralized systems aren't cool. But you know what's cool? Bitcoin is cool. And you know what Bitcoin does when it's really cool? Nothing really out there that shows why it should have sold off. It starts going a little higher and higher. <laughs> and before you know it, it gets really parabolic and you got to put on your moon boots. gonna be a real thriller <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a real thriller it's gonna be a real thriller here i think this weekend you can call it this weekend javier this weekend One more time. 
looking looking pretty bullish Javier <laughs> you're getting loaded up on Bitcoin is that what, is that what you're is that what you're doing you're 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 loading up on Bitcoin huh shoot I've been loading up on Bitcoin all <laughs> all bear season into the bull market season been loading up right you just can't you can't tell anybody how much you got there Javier just be careful about that you're a young man you might not be aware but somebody comes say hey how much Bitcoin do you have? You freak out. <laughs> you don't tell them. You don't tell them that you're investing in Bitcoin. You never tell them you're investing in Bitcoin. And investing it in Bitcoin. <laughs> Dave Ramsey. Man, I feel sorry for that guy. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> it's a long story. Uh, Bitcoin. Listen up. It's at 11K. And it's not looking bad right now. It's really not looking that bad. Um, got Ethereum at 331, which is looking pretty good. We went we went up today pretty significantly. Got XRP, <laughs> the lowest. I mean, the standard. Is that what they do? They still call it the standard? XRP, the standard. Actually, went up four cents. I don't know why you're laughing, car. If you're trying to make money, don't go with XRP. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Who is that? Is that are those TikTokers? What is going on back there? Um, so we got Bitcoin Cash 289. Right, be cash. We got Cardano going up 13 cents. So it's interesting here on the 29th, they released a mainnet, and I think we got up to like 15.7. We didn't quite get to 16 cents, but still a nice size pump, I would say. It went from like what 10 11 cents to 15.7 cents, something like that, and in like less than seven days. So that was really nice little pump there. Um, Litecoin has gone up. So let me tell you what I'm doing with Litecoin. I'm kind of doing a twofer here. <laughs> I'm just giving you my kind of uh, thing that I'm playing with Litecoin here. So I have some Litecoin still stashed away because, you know, we bought a lot of it here in 2018 during that dip. And then I sold some of it, you know, just to make some cash fiat, put it back into Bitcoin. And that was nice. But I think now what I'm going to do with the rest of the Litecoin is I'm going to throw it into BlockFi. Um, this is not an ad, by the way, <laughs> not an ad. So that totally sounded like an ad. It totally not an ad. I swear we don't have ads on here. Look at look at everything. We don't we don't do ads. We don't. Uh, actually, I don't even trust BlockFi. That's why I'm throwing Litecoin on there. <laughs> That's literally why I'm throwing Litecoin on there, not Bitcoin. Because uh, I, I mean, I like I like the amount of interest that I can earn, and then not only that. So they're going to let you pick if you want to earn Bitcoin interest. Or, you know, Litecoin interest, of course, I'm choosing Bitcoin. And so I think right now it's like 6% or it's going to go up to 6% or something like that for Litecoin here pretty soon. So I, I'm just going to throw my Litecoin in there and just collect interest off it. Because right now it's I'm literally going to hold Litecoin into, into next year, right? Into 2021 and to see what it becomes. I might as well earn interest on it and then Bitcoin interest, right? So that's kind of what I'm going to do here with the short term with Litecoin because I have it just sitting there and I'm... You know, might as well earn interest on it. So that's what I'm going to do with that. And I think I think definitely probably not 
Well, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of weird right now because there's a couple things that I'm kind of watching play out, right? Like I'm watching Cardano play out because I want to see what that, you know, proof of stake is going to look like here in August or late August, whenever they're supposed to launch that. And then Coinbase custody for Cardano here is in like November, December. So I want to catch that run. Uh, we also then we got Ethereum phase zero deposit contract. I want to catch that run, too. <laughs> so a lot of runs I want to catch. Um, and then we also have, you know, the impossible chain link. <laughs> yeah, you just never know what that could turn into at any moment. I mean, it's at seven dollars and seventy four cents. Um, I imagine by the end of the year, we're going to be close to twenty dollars. Um, yeah. And so so that's that thing. Right. <laughs> I'm literally going down the list here. Uh, and then I'm still looking at KNC. I'm still looking at that. It's going to make some gains. You also got Bancor releasing something here in the next few weeks for their, I think it's version two. Um, that's going to change the game as far as Dexas. And then we got Loop Ring later on. I think it's late. Is it next month? It's next month here in August. So that's going to be a thing where they're going to release a mobile wallet and they're already kind of asking people to check out the like pre-release version of it. That's going to be big because we know how gas fees are just killing DeFi right now. Um, so there's just like a lot of little runs that I want to be a part of. And then we have all the Coinbase stuff that's going to get added, right? Like possibly Ren, possibly uh, Digibyte, you know, uh, possibly, you know, Saya. There's just so many of these that could possibly show up here on Coinbase. And then on top of that, probably the most and I'm, I'm totally not bringing up this token, even though it's gotten a lot of coverage out there and a lot of people that are Bitcoiners hate it. So I apologize in advance. But this week alone, I've made a crap ton of, uh, of crypto just on that Wi-Fi. So this past weekend, we did a um, thriller late night, late night episode for the premium podcast. And we were talking about Wi-Fi and I was like, you know, I'm going to go in on this. <laughs> it's probably going to go to zero. Right. It, it could go higher, but I don't know. And so I got in like it was at 221 or 2200 on Uniswap. Uh, had to pay out the, you know, with gas fees. But right now it's sitting at 4200 and it literally climbed up to 4500 today. So I've already 2x here in, in less than a week. And the way this thing is running, it, it's it will likely be at 5k next week. And I'm not saying that because I want people to go run out and buy this because I think it's totally like, totally like spotty. Like you don't know like what it's going to turn. Like I honestly don't know. Um, I don't know what it's going to turn into. And for all I know, it could, it could totally just crash and burn. So I'm definitely not recommending it to anybody. I honestly urge you not to do it. I'm doing it because I'm one of those crazy people that want to try out everything so I can report back to y'all. Um, so th yeah, this this is one where it just completely shocked me. And so right now it's at 4K or 45, 42. Um, it would not shock me to see it at, at 5K next week when we do Thriller Coin Talk or whatever. I, I would, you know, it's just going to be completely like, wow. Um, and so... I don't know. I I don't know at this point if it catches up to Bitcoin. Like if, if Bitcoin's at 12K, like does this, does Wi-Fi get to 20K before Bitcoin? It's crazy. Um, but I'm kind of running with this and seeing where it's going to take me. Um, and hopefully it turns into something pretty gigantic. I mean, they look like they're the look like the developers and this governance token that's supposed to be this Wi-Fi token 
which they've said has no value whatsoever. They're, they're coming out and saying that, that the team is. So it could go to zero, but everybody's swapping it on Uni, on Uniswap. So it gives it value. It's just kind of strange how this how this works, but it's definitely, we definitely are reaching, I would say we weren't before, but as of now, once you started having Vitalik come out and say like, this is probably like not good <laughs> to, to, to throw your money into all these like yield farming, uh, you know, kind of games that we're playing right now in the DeFi space. Like once he came out and said that, I think that was the first kind of like alert as far as, hey, this is probably a bubble. Uh, so this probably bubble will probably last here. And, you know, in crypto, it goes really fast. It probably will last here probably another month or so, but it's going to pop at some point and you don't want to be holding a lot of these because it's going to take some time to ramp back up before people trust it again. Um, so we'll see. I'm still holding Wi-Fi. I'll let you know when I sell. Probably won't sell till it gets to like 10K, <laughs> honestly, because by then it's just going to be Bucos, you know, and I'm putting it all back into Bitcoin. It's all going loading up Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that one. And then also loopering like, you know, I feel like loopering has potential to really go and make a run here, uh, hopefully before this bubble pops <laughs> for DeFi. Uh, and not, not only that, it's just a solid project at that, too. Uh, I might I might give that out to everybody this weekend. I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm going to give out some loopering. I know <laughs> I think it was I don't know who it was in the, in the chat. We were talking on Telegram. He was like, what about Chainlink? <laughs> I am not partying with my Chainlink, <laughs> but I definitely will give out some loop ring. I think I'll give out some loop ring this weekend because uh, that that's one that's going to if you if you hold that here into the rest of the year, you're going to see a significant gain on that. So uh, it'll be worth more than what it is now for sure. Um, and then other than that, I'm not really playing with anything else as far as I'm not diving. There's a lot of people right now that are saying, oh, now it's time to jump back into XRP. It's time to jump back into Stellar. It's, it's time to jump back into these, you know, these old uh, cryptocurrencies like Dash <laughs> and like NEM. And, you know, uh, and I'm like, I'm good. Uh, I think I'm good. <laughs> I think I'm good. Don't get me wrong. There, there probably will be some kind of major pump for, for all of these cryptocurrencies, but Right now, there's so much easy money to be made in the DeFi space. And if you've been following our, our premium podcast, you kind of know, like we've been talking about it every week and it's just it's unbelievable how some of this stuff is just climbing. Uh, like today, for example, like Bangor shot up from $1.40 to $1.70. So I took some off the table right there. It was just because we had bond at 80 cents and I had mentioned it back when we did the 100x tokens. And, you know, that was like around 80, 76 cents, somewhere around there. And I was like, you know what? A dollar 70, like that's, that's more, that's, that's okay with me. Uh, so I sold a, sold a little bit off and, you know, going to move that into, uh, you know, probably, probably into some, some loop ring to give to you guys. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's just, I just look at it like there's just so much easy money out there to be made right now. And I feel like the DeFi space is kind of where it's at. But I think eventually, you know, maybe we'll start seeing Tron, which is at a really low, low, low price right now, which is like one cent. Um, maybe we'll see that take a run. Who knows if there's somebody who can pump a coin? It's Justin Sun. So it wouldn't be a bad idea. <laughs> Me personally, I'm not going to do it, but 
it's I'm not going to say the per, I'm not going to I'm not going to stop the person who is like, hey, I got a hundred bucks. Let me throw it into Tron and see what it turns into here in the next month or so. I don't know of anything bullish coming out for him, but, you know, yeah, I guess. Right. Eventually it's going to swing swing for them. Just kind of like it swung today for XRP. People are buying XRP at 19, 20 cents and then it went up to 24, 25 cents today and they made a nice little lick. So, yeah, it, I'm not going to not going to knock you for sure but uh but me personally i'm not gonna definitely not gonna buy tron uh but uh yeah there's there's i just don't know what those are going to turn into this kind of round it's kind of tough um a lot of those don't have a story this time around like they did before right and i think i think uh those two stellar and xrp kind of had that story of being a uh you know being a uh possible candidate for um, United States digital currency, but things didn't turn out that way, unfortunately. Um, and I think that's all I got here for coin talk. Um, still bullish on the space though, because if you look here at the coin market cap, it's literally at 331 billy, right? Like that's what that's what CoinGecko is showing us right now. And they added a whole new DeFi section and I swear, man, freaking CoinGecko just does everything correctly. <laughs> they really do. Um, they've been around for a long time, too. I don't think people realize, but they have a DeFi market cap now. And you can kind of go through all the different decentralized finance coins and really take a look. And yeah, there goes Loop Ring. It's at number 15 it's, and it's right behind Wi-Fi. And um, yeah, man, I can't wait to see what that turns into. Gosh, it's going to be awesome. And guess what number one is? Yeah, it's Chainlink. <laughs> if you have Chainlink, you definitely want to hold on to that long term. Long term. <laughs> Hang on to Chainlink long term. We might be we might be looking at another Ethereum candidate right there. Who knows, man? You, you just you just don't know. Um, but it has that viability for sure. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. Holding it for long term. Um, but I think that's all I got. That's all I got. I'm still. I'm still playing with just those right now. Those are all the ones that I mentioned. Those are the ones that I'm kind of playing and seeing what's going to happen. Um, I'm hoping for Bancor to keep making moves here, but I don't know. I'm glad I took out because now it's like going back down. So good thing I got out at 170. Oh man, it, looks like it did go to 173 though. So definitely got it. I got out. Okay, with that, let's get on to the end of the show.
Coin Talk is Dunsies. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. If you guys want to find out more about what we do here, head over to thrillerx.com, thrillerx.com. Sign up for our newsletter. It's all free. Or uh, sign up for our premium subscription, the only podcast newsletter you're going to need to keep up to date on all things crypto and Bitcoin, baby. And then also should mention releasing a Bitcoin audiobook here next month. Look forward to that. And remember, buy Bitcoin, save the world. See you next time. This is the end of the show. You have been listening to Thriller Podcast with Har Gonzalez. Remember, Thriller Podcast is not financial advice. Everything Carr said likely won't come true. It is up to you. Now go, do your own research. Listen to other dudes that start their name with crypto, and not Carr. And remember, buy Bitcoin and save the world. One Satoshi at a time. 